Assalamu alaikum wa rahmatullahi wa barakatuhu and welcome to the official MSA National Podcast. This is your host Subhan and I am humbled and delighted to have MSA West with us. Alhamdulillah, we are joined by Sister Asil and Brother Wissam, but I'm going to let you guys introduce yourselves. So why don't you tell everybody a little bit about yourselves? What do you guys do? Where do you go to college? What is MSA West? I want to hear it. We all want to hear it from you guys. Right. Wa alaikum salam. Thank you so much for having us on. We are both incredibly honored to be here and excited to be here and talk with you all today. Uh, my name is Asil Atallah and I'm currently a senior at Zaytuna College, uh, majoring in Islamic Law and Theology. Uh, and I am also the NorCal Director of MSA West. So I have the immense privilege of working with the MSAs in California um, and in the West Coast in the NorCal region. Um, so just checking in with them, being able to provide resources where they need it, um, providing platform for networking, just honestly, it's an incredible experience, alhamdulillah. Assalamu alaikum, my name is Wissam. First of all, yeah, great intro. I love it. <laughs> um, but uh, I'm the marketing, marketing director for MSA West. Um, I kind of just take care of everything in terms of like, um, you know, front-facing stuff. So in terms of flyers, designs, social media, um, mass emails, all that, all that good stuff uh, kind of on my plate. So I get the, the, the fun side of getting to work with all the other board members, as well as um, the people that I'll see and, you know, kind of like puts forward for me in the uh, regionals, you know, so yeah. Very cool. Awesome. Well, may Allah reward you guys, and I'm sure we're going to really delve deep a little bit into MSA West and just the state of students. You guys are students as well. So uh, I want to start off by asking, right, like, can you guys kind of explain to me, like, what is MSA West, like some of the colleges or like the regions that MSA West covers? And then how did you guys, you know, get involved with MSA West? How did all that come to be? I'd love to kind of hear that. Yeah, absolutely. Um, I, I can go ahead and get started with this cool, one. Cool. Um, so I think what's really interesting is I wasn't really involved. So Zaytuna doesn't really have an MSA. So I, I wasn't really involved in the MSA space, uh, let alone the MSA West space. Um, but I had a close friend who had recommended me for the position and I did a lot of research on it and I, I fell in love with what the organization does. Um, you know, it's it, at the core of it, you know, in our mission, it's, it's reaching towards Muslim excellence. And so seeing how can we as also Muslim students see the state of others around us and be able to provide resources to, to different MSAs who are also in turn supporting their communities. And so, you know, looking at like advocacy related work, looking at terbiyah, like, you know, uh, like spiritual development and, and getting closeness to God, looking at professional development, just seeing how we're able to kind of bring those different resources into different MSAs and, you know, and be able to support our, our beloved brothers and sisters in different areas. Um, and so I, you know, I think a lot of times we'll hear misconceptions about MSA West that like we're an umbrella organization. We, we cover MSAs, but, you know, we really like to look at it. It's like, this is a grassroots organization, right? So we get to, we get to be on the groundwork with people and just see like, what do you need and how can we support you? We're not here to tell you what you do, you know, what to do, you know? Um, and so like, I'll, I'll just quickly say like the regions we cover are like, Predominantly, it's in, in California. So we have 
the NorCal region, the SoCal region, and then SoCal also covers um, a school in Arizona and in Nevada. That is amazing. Awesome. And what about you, Wissam? So um, MSA West and MSAs in general, it's always been on my mind, but um, at community college, I was never really involved, right? So like, I, to be honest, never really been a part of an MSA, um, always been a part of like the Muslim community, but never part of the, the MSA, right? So um, me and my brothers actually started an org a couple years ago and um, pretty much the head of MSA West, Dana, um, was actually helping us with that. It's called uh, Follow His Footsteps, FHF. Uh, follow on Instagram if you want. <laughs> <laughs> Love it. You got to give the shout out. Shameless <laughs> plug. Um, FHF underscore global. Um, anyways, um, yeah, so, so we actually made that org um, and we needed some like professional um, organization help and Dana's like the perfect person yeah the, the perfect person for that and she actually um was so her and her husband are very good friends with my brother and his wife so um like since since their days at UC Davis so um after that they were looking for a marketing person and Dana actually was telling my brother hey I think we Sam should apply for this now I would never apply in in a million years just because the way I see MSA West, like, dude, these people are on top of it. These people are, dude, I was like, I'm nowhere near qualified. But the fact that Dana says, you know, go ahead, try it out and, and apply, you know, alhamdulillah, everything worked out. And uh, yeah, so. I love it. I love it. Mashallah. Yeah, definitely. I mean, I see MSA West on social media and mashallah, you guys are doing great work. So may Allah reward both of you guys. You guys are seriously pioneers for this effort and I really appreciate it. So it's pretty cool, man, that you guys are, you know, one of the, the, the first people we're actually speaking to in the MSA National podcast. So uh, before I kind of dive deep, right, because of course we got some pretty intense questions that I think a lot of students will benefit, myself included. I just wanted to kind of just start a little bit chiller, uh, knowing that alhamdulillah now we're kind of, uh, you know, in the mid or toward the end of December. So, you know, it's the holidays coming up soon. And I'm sure a lot of you guys, if not most, are on break. Uh, so I just wanted to kind of just break the ice and just ask you guys, hey, are you guys on break? How did finals go if you had them? And uh, what are your guys' plans? Uh, it's, it's a good feeling to be off for some for a couple of weeks. So I, I really want to hear from you guys. What are your guys' plans? And then, of course, how are finals? <laughs> uh, fi so finals, were, I think so. <laughs> that was actually super funny because we just had a meeting with the with the rest of the board and we were pretty much all saying how finals kind of it like to put in quote finals destroyed me you know or like, like or finals took like my that. brain, took my finals, brain. There you go. i'm exhausted i'm gonna be on the couch for two weeks oh, man. <laughs> yeah like <laughs> i think and What's interesting is that like most of the people on the board are like literally always on Slack. Like I know that like, like for most of the year, I'm always on Slack. I'm always doing this, but like literally the past two weeks has really been like a ghost town. No one's really been doing any MSA West work just because I think finals this year, especially, I don't know what it is about this semester, but it's, it felt different, you know? Um, but Alhamdulillah, you know, I, I, they, they went well for me. Um, and winter break, I'm kind of just making up for the two weeks that I did nothing for MSA West. And I'm really trying to um, go all out this time. And, you know, it, just so that I can start fresh again. 
I, I love it. And Asil, any plans this break? Um, you know, I have to finish writing my my thesis, <laughs> my senior wow. thesis. So that's been like a daunting task. That's just anytime I felt any kind of um, ease during the semester, it would automatically go away because of the they call it the big T word. The thesis is mm. just it's daunting over you. But alhamdulillah, I'm I'm actually really excited to to be able to just have a little bit of time to research and write and I don't know, be with family. I love it. I love it. May Allah reward you guys. You guys are definitely, uh, you know, great people. I, I, my, my winter break consisted of uh, just watching TV. Uh, definitely high, ambitious people. I love it. Arlu al Himma, that's the, the science of high aspirations. So uh, keep on rocking, guys. Uh, all right, so we're going to kind of get a little bit real now. Uh, I just wanted to break the ice, and it's, it's, and, and it's, I'm, I'm just happy that you guys are also, you guys mentioned, are taking some time this, this break just to kind of relax a little bit, spend some time with family. It's been a crazy year. I think we can all attest to that uh, with COVID and everything like that. And, you know, I never had to deal with, with, you know, dealing with COVID or any pandemic when I was in college. Uh, but subhanAllah, you guys and everyone listening, all the students are, are truly, truly heroes in my book because this is probably one of the most difficult years uh, to be a student, right? You can't see your friends all the time and you have to learn online. So I kind of wanted to ask you guys, uh, you, you two as students, but also you two as leaders of MSA West, working with so many different organizations or MSAs, you know, in the country, how have you navigated as a student? through COVID and how have you seen others navigate? Yeah, you know, honestly, you're absolutely right. It's been a very difficult year. Um, and I think that's what made finals especially difficult that everything was online. And so your morale, you're just exhausted. And now you're kind of pushed to like have this final run to the sprint to the finish line, right? Um, I think we came, I, at least for myself, like I came in a little stronger into the semester. I had plans, I had ambitions. I said, you know, it's gonna be online. It's gonna be hard, but I'm gonna be optimistic. And yeah, I tried, I'm not gonna lie to you. I, I did, I tried, but after a while you just burn out. Um, and so, you know, you try to set time to like be away from screens because our whole life has become being on your laptop, being on your phone, logging into class, finishing assignments online. And so you have to be really intentional about, okay, you know, I'm gonna take a break and I'm gonna, I'm gonna go outside, I'm gonna go for a walk. I'm just not, I'm gonna be without a screen for two hours. Um, again, I tried, but I, I did fail. <laughs> I feel yeah, it's it's definitely not easy, and 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 I could totally relate. Like this year, I had so many goals, so many ambitions. Not not from like even a student's perspective, but a work and personal growth. But uh, you know, we plan, Allah plans, and and COVID definitely hit hard, and I kind of had some setbacks. But I think a lot of us did, and I think that's okay. But what about you, Assam? Um, this year has been interesting, right? So like, at, like although it's probably like the weirdest year, right? Because here, for me what my like my go-to thing is like I love to study outside of the house I love to do work out like whether it's a cafe or something so you block school from that you block cafes out of that that's like half of my like mm. like what I see every day like that changes right yeah. um but to be honest you know alhamdulillah like I can't really complain about this year that much because like I don't think I've been the most busy this year I think just because like with MSA West on top of it, um, on top of school, like it forces you to kind of get your stuff together because like you don't want to, you don't want to 
not necessarily fail at the task, but you just want to do it the best you could, right? So um, I feel like I've been, for the most part, too busy to like be, I mean, I, I've like, don't, don't get me wrong. I think I got burnt out like once or twice this year already. <laughs> and then like, you know, but like, um, I just feel like I've been too busy to like overthink or too busy to like, not really have anything to, you know, like, I don't know exactly what Sam is at the receiving end of every outfacing aspect of MSA West. He gets, <laughs> he gets messages. Hey, Sam, can you quickly make a flyer? Hey, Sam, can you quickly do this? And mashallah, he's always been on top of that. So Alhamdulillah. Okay, cool. Well, I guess, okay, so you said making flyers, right? So one thing that I wanted to know is kind of tell me a little, little bit about like some of the programming that you've seen other MSAs do this year, right? Because I'm sure some of them may be having to do with mental health or maybe COVID or something like that. So uh, I'd love to learn a little bit about what programming looked like from MSAs across, you know, the entire West Coast. And like, essentially, that just kind of means like what students are going through, what they're thinking, and they're going to make events, you know, kind of with that. So we'd love to hear your guys' thoughts on that. Yeah, um, I'm honestly, I, I, every time we would have a meeting with, you know, some of the schools, I would just be floored by the himma and the the ihsan that they would do every event with, the, the thought that went behind everything. So, you know, you mentioned a few on mental health, like a lot of schools, they did collaborations where they would invite a speaker, for example, from the Khalil Center or someone who specialized in that field. Um, and they did like a lecture series. And so it'd be like once a week and it would be topics that were so important on like, how do we take care of ourselves during this time? And how do we push ourselves? But also like, you know, how do we take care of ourselves? Um, it's honestly, it was really beautiful attending those. There was also like, I think there was a recognition that, hey, let's be honest, people are burnt out. They're sitting in lecture online all day. They may not want to sit in another lecture. So then they would also have different kinds of events that, okay, let's, let's do like a sister's game night or let's do a sister's study session. Just as a kind of way to keep up morale, because I think that was something that was so special about being in person. You know, you're yeah. tired and you're overwhelmed. But you know, like you fall back on your community, you go to your MSA events and you feel welcomed and you feel at home and you feel at ease. When you don't get to meet people in person, part of that is missing. And so I think a lot of these MSAs were really providing just those spaces for people to come in and interact with one another to feel that, that sense of community that had been missing. I love it. What about you, Islam? What are some of the flyers you've been making or what have you seen a lot of uh, uh, the MSAs in the West Coast program? What, what were their programs looking like? So with the elections this year, mo most of the terms so far um, has been kind of consumed with that, right? Just like mm. um, trying to get people to go out and be a part of their community, not, not necessarily, you know, voting, uh, like n not only on the national level but also on the local level you know try, trying to get people to um connect with each other right um but yeah i, I think just people have been like really creative with ways to just continue connecting because for a lot of people this is the only like the their, their only connection with other muslims is through their their msas you know um and it's for a lot of people it's the most important thing like it's the thing that they look forward to um so especially with messages closed now yeah so it's like literally like you're all of this the, the muslim community 
is kind of that that is also gone with all the stores being closed and, and all that your community is also kind of lost as well like to, to some extent but like the way that, that they do like like Elsie said that they have those game nights they have uh, like the watch parties they have all these things those alone are like just enough to like get people just to have a little bit of hope again and um, get people to just enjoy conversations you know with each other yeah that and, is so cool. and then oh yes yeah, all you all you and then also with what you guys are doing at the podcast uh, we actually have a couple of schools who 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 are doing podcasts right now and they're no doing way. they're actually having very good ones like i'm i'm kind of i'm kind of jealous but you know like, <laughs> like they have their animation going on they have all that so it's like makes me it makes me want to step it up but yeah that's that's awesome man so so i wanted to ask you guys you know mashallah i mean it's been a it's, it's been a definitely a, a big year uh, and i wanted to ask you guys since i know you guys are really you know familiar with a lot of the programming that schools have been doing and of course of course in 2021 there's going to be so many different programs as well what is like one of the most unique events or things that you've seen in other msa do this year in 2020 and of course 2021 like what's like one of the most unique things like whoa this msa is doing this podcast that was pretty cool i didn't know uh but yeah well, what are what is one of the one or two things that really stood out this year that you've seen msas do you know so um university of nevada las vegas unlv their msa was doing a series of taboo talks and i i, I don't think it's unique to COVID. i think it's the talk themselves are very unique and I think also um, another school in, um, in, in SoCal did another, other similar events, but the Taboo Talks covered things um, like they did marriage and they did pornography. And I don't remember what other ones they did, but I was really impressed by their topic choice. I thought it was really important, um, especially given like the audience that receives them. Yeah. Um, and given like just the topics themselves, like they, real they talk, they it's talk, real talk real unfiltered. Talk, yeah. And I, I was like, I remember seeing them and I was like, good for them, like good for them. And, and I think all, they had them open to like all MSAs, all Muslim students who wanted to come and a lot, they got a lot of attendance. So, you know, I was honestly, I was like, that is very unique. That is very good. And also Davis's MSA did like a care package, like gift exchange. And I thought that was lovely. I thought that was really a nice way of, um, of kind of like connecting the community in a different way. Like that's not something you would maybe do like in person, but the fact that like, okay, we're online, let's end off the semester with like a cute care package. I thought that was wonderful. I love it. What about you, Wissam? What's one of the coolest or most unique things you've seen an MSA do? And I'm struggling with this because I don't, I don't talk to MSAs as much. Sure. Um, so I am, I like the, the one that stood out to me was the, um, the, the, the students at UCLA who, who were, who were doing that, um, the, the, the podcast, but there's just like, like, ev like every day on, on the MSA West Instagram, I just, I see new things. And, um, I think it's just cool because they, because they all give, I think I've seen this across multiple MSAs. They kind of give stories about different people at that school. Right. And I love it. And, and like, so they, they had one where this person was talking about like their hobbies and their hobbies just happened to be boxing and boxing was like, you know, and the other ones was chess. And you know, so it's like very random things, but like 
it gives it gives character right which which i think is super cool and then um it also makes also like you know it, people can connect with I love it. I love it. Yeah, like uh, we started a series on our on our personal Instagram on MSA National called Humans of MSA. So like we, we reach out to different people and just kind of like hear what they do. So uh, I got to ask one quick question, though. So you guys obviously have seen a lot of programming and we'll end the, the program discussion after this question. But, you know, a, a big game that all, I see my cousin always talk about is Among Us. You guys see any Among Us events this year? Oh, absolutely. <laughs> we, we've actually had had one like, at the board um a lot of us had trouble talking after because the trust was uh oh no but um you know like people yeah sorry go ahead go ahead no like my little brother he's 12 and he's been telling us all weekend because i guess on friday um and for people who are listening to the podcast it's sunday today uh but on on, on friday uh his teacher for his normal school is like all right guys if you do this assignment and you, you guys all do well i'll play among us with you guys on monday and he's been so juiced to play among us with his teacher and all his classmates but yeah so like yeah just... that is the coolest feeling ever getting to play like a video game with your teacher exactly dude and it's like it's i feel like among us was like a wave that just swept over the whole country everyone was playing it everyone was so obsessed with it but it, honestly it was a nice way for people to get connected and yeah. I think even like there were um a couple of schools who tried to do escape the room on zoom mm. so that it's was called, very unique it's called, was like, it's called escape room right oh yeah I added the them <laughs> listen escape, escape room, room. <laughs> you know but however they they were able to do that online I, I'm not positive but people started to get creative with trying again trying just trying to get engagement out of yeah. people to provide them that that space that community that they don't have um because i'll be really honest with you i think a lot of msas did take a hit on their membership this semester and that was something we talked about in our last meeting like we haven't been able to keep up people because one we haven't been able to get as many freshmen because the way that you usually recruit freshmen is to your msa is through seeing them on campus and saying hey you're muslim come yes. to our msa event <laughs> And so then you're like sitting there and you're like, we can't really do that. We send out emails, we send out, we try to get people to come through our Facebook and our social media, but they can't come. So how do we do that now? How do we get people and how do then we retain them? Um, so I love it. I love it. No, like, and like, and so one, one huge aspect that we're hoping to gain out of this podcast is actually just to like, let's say someone is watching this podcast who's a student, which we hope, inshallah, they'll benefit, but maybe they're also part of like the MSA board. So we also hope to like give a lot of these awesome suggestions that you guys are giving and we're kind of learning uh, on what other MSAs do so that they can benefit as well. So based on what you guys just said, and, and I'm just throwing this question, I just thought of it, but like, let's say, you know, uh, an MSA just got started. How important do you think social media is for them to be able to connect with like potential students who go to that school who may also want to be a part of the MSA? Like, would you guys say social media is like a huge way to get them to, to kind of learn about their MSA? Um, <laughs> all me. There you go. Uh, no, I, so I personally, I think there's like a whole new level of like marketing through your social media that can go beyond just your MSA, right? So like, or, or, or go beyond, um, you know, just recruiting people, but you could even like, call, like you know, start something for, 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 for other people, you know? So like, uh, 
when I joined MSA West, the one thing I wanted to do was like create like a marketing scheme that could like that when people saw the post, they know they knew it was MSA West, something that friends could show friends and those friends could show their friends and family, you know? So it's like, it like social media is literally free advertising for you. Um, and to do it in an organized yet, you know, organized, but you know, since you're in college, you also want to keep it like, you know, light, um, not too serious. If you can find that balance, it doesn't even matter if like, I think like the graphic, like the, if the actual designs aren't, aren't even that like, you know, um, perfect or whatever, but if you can find that balance of just being engaging with your audience, then literally like that's like most of your, your following is going to come through that. Right. I think also something I, I realized just meeting different MSAs is that, you know, there, there is a, there different MSAs have different characteristics. Like some are going to be smaller and more intimate, more family or like family like MSA, where some of them are going to have a lot more membership. And so it's, you know, it still has the family vibe, but it's a little, like, it's a little less close knit. And so I think the way that you like attack, like, okay, how are we going to market these things? How are we going to get people like for a smaller MSA, a lot of times a group chat is sufficient. A group chat for them is like, okay, we're a 20 person MSA. Like, like our membership is about 20 people, you know, for them, like social media maybe is not as effective as like using that. So you kind of have to feel out your membership as well and see like, what do most people like, what's the vibe here and, and how are we going to best implement that? Whether it be through social media, through sending emails or through like a group chat. I love it. I love it. So uh, the last question that I have for you guys in terms of social media, and this is actually kind of cool for me to know since I do social media for MSA national, you guys kind of working with students and whatnot, what social media platform do you think students now are most engaged in? And it's a prime opportunity for MSAs to really try to, you know, reach out to them. Like what, what's the most lit social media out there essentially? I think it's Instagram, you know, like I, I personally love Instagram. Um, I just feel like you can do so much with it and it, it has that balance of like humor, but also you could start a business on there, you know? So it's like literally it has that perfect mix and you, and you could be super artsy on there if you want as well, which I love, right? Like th- th- that's a huge plus. Um, and like, we have like a really big group chat with like all the, the, the MSAs and stuff. And like, we keep in contact with other MSAs, uh, with, with other MSAs, or at least I do um, through my Instagram, right? Uh, or not, not through my Instagram, through the MSA Instagram. Um, so like that is, I, I feel like as of right now, that's kind of like the consensus. Everyone knows Instagram is like the place to be. Facebook is what we use for people who don't necessarily have Instagram, but those who don't have Instagram usually have a Facebook, right? Yeah. And so like, so whatever we post on Instagram also goes on Facebook. Um, but yeah, so I feel like that's where it's at. I keep Love imagining it. if he had said like LinkedIn is the best, is the Yo, best option. All credibility <laughs> loss right there. <laughs> yeah, awesome, awesome. And, and would you agree, Asil, that Instagram is kind of the move? Yeah, absolutely. I think it's, I think what I really enjoy about it too is that all of the MSAs follow each other. And so, yeah, you know, I think a lot of people just like to bounce ideas off of each other because they see something really effective in another MSA. They're like, you did this event and you got a lot of like 
you got a lot of attendance and engagement from people. Let's try it out ourselves. And so you're scrolling through Instagram, you see like a few posts and you're like, oh, look at this. This is really exciting. Um, we want to copy or we want to engage or collaborate with you. Um, yeah, I think it's awesome. I love it. I love it. Kick, I'm going to love Kick is also very useful. Kick. <laughs> <laughs> Shout out to Kick. <laughs> awesome. Awesome. So, so guys, uh, you know, before we conclude, uh, I really wanted to just bring one more topic up because, you know, you know, by the time people are watching this, it's 2021, right? And just in, you know, five months, uh, and we have no idea what's going to happen with COVID and, and the vaccine, how effective it's going to be, et cetera, right? That's a whole different topic. We're not here about that. Inshallah, you know, it, it serves a benefit, but we're, we're still not sure as of now what's going to happen with graduation for most students, right? Because I know a lot of graduations, if not all, were virtual in 2020. And there's a chance that it may be the same in 2021. If not, it may be like, you know, hybrid or something like that. But, you know, given that, there may be a chance that graduation may be, you know, vir uh, you know, virtual in 2021. You know, how are you guys as, as seniors kind of feeling about that? And how have you seen your peers deal with that in 2020? And, you know, if, if you know anyone who graduated this year and, and what are you guys feeling like for, for 2021 that your graduation may be virtual? Yeah, I think, <laughs> I think it's really difficult. It, it hit me really hard that I'm spending like I was spending my whole because there was hope that we were coming back in the spring and that got crushed right and so I think in general the vibe of like okay I just spent my entire senior year online away from my friends away from my support system and, and just the engagement that you get in person um, and so I, I think it did decrease morale but at the at the same time I think I don't know I I feel like there is a certain like you know, this is how life is and there's going to be better things in the future. Um, I think that's what has been keeping me and my friends afloat at least is just reminding ourselves that, you know, we, alhamdulillah, we got to experience school in person and we got to go through the challenges online and just always reminding ourselves that like with every hardship that Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala sends your way, there's ease in so many different ones. And so just reminding yourself that like, okay, maybe we won't get a graduation in person, but what else does Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala have in store for us? What's coming in the future that is going to reward us for our, our patience and our, our continuing to, to strive through the difficult times? Like, can you imagine like what great thing is going to follow that? Um, and so I think just trying to like have that mentality and at the same time also plan for something fun. Like I straight, I told my, I told my best friend in Phoenix, I said, I was like, listen, my graduation is going to be probably online. I have no hope. <laughs> we have to do something fun. And so like, you know, trying to plan for something small with your, you know, like your inner circle and, and your and your family at home, um, just it. to kind of keep yourself going. That's amazing. Great, great answer. What about you, Wissam? Um, I, I just want to say that I've heard Asid talk about Zaytuna so, so much. And I actually got the chance to go to Zaytuna because I used to never really understand like, I did. I get like, why know, is she talking so much about it? <laughs> like, it's I'm not like, even that nice. <laughs> I'm like, okay, like, chill. You know, we like, get I, it. Like, out and and then um, me and a couple of the other board members actually went to Zaytuna recently, and like, I saw their campus. Oh my god, but Michelle, it's like, if you don't come out like 
I just I don't I don't even know how to say it, but like I feel like monks go there. Like 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 that that's that's the vision I got from it. That is like, not the vibe. It, it was so like secluded and nice and peaceful, and yeah, the view there. Yeah. Oh my gosh. Yeah, no. So so like I used to never understood why also like was like so in love with it, but like I, I get that. Anyways, that's just a shout out to Zaytuna. Um but what I noticed is like for me, um like all like all these accomplishments like whatever accomplishment there is i feel like i feel like it depends on what you make of it right so for me like if if we say something like a birthday right i feel like to be honest for me this year the, this year's birthdays have been more meaningful to me than any any other year right and, and and this year's big events like for example my 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 brother got married this year um like you know during all this covid yep. crazy stuff you know like but i've noticed that it forced you to also think about like what's important you know and then also um i i feel like it, it also forced you to make the most of it because before if you weren't really feeling something you could go outside and make it work with, with, with an external thing. Right. But now it's like you, you have to change your own attitude about everything. Right. Which is great. Um, and I noticed for, for people who, who graduated, I have a couple of friends and like, they have like these Instagram lives that they have all their friends join all their friends are like yeah. super excited for them. And like all their friends are, are, are congratulating them on, on, on their Instagram stories. And like, even though it's not the same as an actual graduation and, and actually having a, like your family, you like blow a horn, you know, mm-hmm. once your name is called, you know, all that good stuff. Um, there is some joy in it. And, and, and like Alcita said, like, just because it's been that way for forever, pretty much, right? like having that fun graduation. Yep. Yep. Doesn't mean that your graduation is any less special. Right. So like, and there's going to be something in the future for you inshallah, you know? So it's like, this is just your um this is just what your this is just your situation and you know absolutely a little bit better yeah inshallah well i just wanted to number one thank you guys both for such meaningful responses right because i'm i'm sure there's going to be so many people inshallah listening to this and i think you know both of you guys came from a very similar understanding in the sense that yeah it may be different and it may be a little bit tough but that doesn't mean you can't celebrate it all and th- that doesn't mean you can't find any good from it uh, and may Allah reward you guys because that's true like you know my brother my brother-in-law you know he he also graduated in 2020 and yeah we couldn't go to the school we couldn't root for him but we had such an epic drive-through graduation and his, his boys came down and it was it was really cool to see and it was different so you know finding uh, the, those gems in the midst of whatever trials I think is the key and, and gratitude so I wanted to thank you guys for that so as we conclude Right. I wanted to ask both of you, right, a, a serious question, inshallah, right, before we finish. And the question that I wanted to ask you guys is, as student leaders, right, what advice do you guys have to current students and MSAs to thrive during the time we're living in, in 2021, inshallah? It's deep. We just went, we just, we just went zero to 100 real quick. I know. You know, subhanAllah, I think there are a lot of more suited people to answer this question. We're just students, but just speaking from my own experience, one is allow yourself to feel the effects of the difficulty. 
um, something I have been thinking a lot about is like, you know, people tell you like, be patient, be patient as if that was an easy thing. Patience is not supposed to be easy. Otherwise everyone would have it, right? Patience is something that requires difficulty and diligence. But through that push, there is immense reward and love. And someone told me like, as you go through every difficult experience, think to yourself that like Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala is rewarding you with the station of those who are patient. And that is a high station. And so one, understand that through that process that it's okay to accept the difficulty of it, but don't let it overcome you. And try to find, identify a few things that you can do like once a day or once a week that can be sources of like relief and release for you. So I have friends who go on walks every day. I have friends who they literally say at 8 p.m., I am no longer checking my phone. And that's something they do. They only say yes to things that they know they can commit themselves to because otherwise it's just constant stimulation all the time. So identify what those things are and be okay with the difficulty and just push through it. Um, and like, again, recognizing that like, there's something coming from God and just have trust in that. Um, I love it. I love it. Mashallah. Awesome. What about you, Wasam? I think this isn't even fair because you guys are so well-spoken. Uh, <laughs> so I don't even know. How to, okay. Anyways, Mashallah. But um, I think something that, that, that I personally learned over my term is like, just because you're a leader does not mean that you aren't learning right so like with me i think i've i've grown personally in these five or six months that i've been a part of msa west for more more than i've grown or like i've grown like pretty fast in terms of like my mentality or my, my you know my, my my organization skills all that like it's literally all shaped around being a leader just because now i feel like I have something to like, I don't know how to say it right, but like I, like I have to better myself because I'm working with others and I'm working mm. for others, right? Um, so it's like the, the idea that, that I'm, I'm leaving with is like, I think it's, so people always say it's like, MSA West is, wait, I'll see, what is it? It's like for students. For students by students? students by students yeah but there's a, a, a better way of saying it anyways yeah but but um but yeah so and and i've also learned that like like what i said like taking the time and doing stuff outside of, of of your of your leadership role right like especially during covid like especially especially right so like with me i have a group of like five guys since the beginning of covid we have um we we have a consensus of like what our you know what the, the like you know the, the COVID procedures and stuff and we all pitched in to get like a home gym and and we all go there and it's, it's just us five every day and it's like the only thing that is kind of like like an actual like release for us right I love and it self-care it's self-care exactly and then also um I think just one thing for every leader that I that, that I wish I had practiced with before I've came before I took on a leader role is I wish I worked on my organization before 
I joined the organization because I'm telling you, Alcid had to help me so much with that. Cause like I had to go and fix every color on my calendar because according to her, it was <laughs> ugly and all this stuff. But like now, like I plan to hang out with my friends like two weeks from now. I'm like, okay, I'm free this time, this time. And they're like, dang, dude. Like, it's like, they think I'm super on top of it, but like, you know, I love it. I love it. Well, well, that was awesome, guys. And I think throughout this entire conversation that we had, I think the listeners really got a chance to kind of know who you guys are and kind of hear you guys out and hopefully, inshallah, benefit as well and maybe think of ideas on how to cope, uh, you know, during COVID life themselves. As we conclude, I wanted to, as we did with our first episode with Imam Saheb Wab. So for the listeners, I think this is going to be something we're going to do every episode, inshallah. We're going to do something called a rapid fire. <laughs> had to save it for the end and nah nah we're good you guys you guys were awesome it was natural it was fun so we're gonna go ahead and do something called a rapid fire i'm gonna ask you guys five questions and try to answer it as fast as you guys can okay so uh, ha- so i'm gonna go with i'm just gonna go one question Asil, you can answer it wasam go right after inshallah and this will be a Fun, fun way to end the podcast off today, inshallah. You guys ready? All right. These are just basic questions. So number one, favorite book? Currently, Islam and Secularism by uh, Sayyid Naqib Atas. Cool. Um, this is good. <laughs> Mike Tyson, uh, uh, The Undisputed Truth. Love it. All right. Favorite movie? Up. The uh, Disney movie Up. <laughs> Pixar, awesome. I think, actually. Mine has to be Goodwill Hunting. Cool. Favorite place to study? Um, my favorite coffee shop in Phoenix. They have like really nice outdoor seating. And this time of year is perfect weather, alhamdulillah. Um, in Castro Valley, which is in, around me, um, in the Bay, it's called Cafe Four, an amazing little cafe. It's not little at all. It's actually huge. But... Um, yeah, I love it there. Super peaceful. Love it. Favorite food? Oh, snap. Um, probably, oh my God, this is tough. Maybe Yabra, um, it's like the stuffed grape leaves. Cool. Those are really great. That sounds super basic then. Um, I, I love wings. <laughs> <laughs> Awesome. Awesome. All right. Last question, guys. So I, this is something that I just thought of, but I think it would be a really cool one for everyone to, to kind of compare their answers to. Favorite course in college? I took, a, I took a course this semester called Contemporary Muslim Thought, where we went through different, you know, things that are pressing on the Muslim community, discussed them, looked at their, where they came from and um, how we how they affect Muslims nowadays and, and how we kind of see a solution out of them. It was brilliant looking at core concepts like um, secularism, liberalism, feminism, uh, race, gender, all that kind of stuff. It was brilliant, mashallah. What about you, Wissam? Um, mine was African-American art history. I took like two or three years ago. Um, we There really wasn't much actual art in the class it was the teacher um teaching us american history through the eyes of um robert beck and 
his real name is Iceberg Slim, uh, or his, that, that's his alias, but extremely interesting way to look at the world um, through that eyes. And it was a very different way. And the teacher, like, I still think about it to this day. That is awesome. Awesome. Alhamdulillah. Well, I wanted to thank both of you guys for coming through for this podcast for MSA National. As we conclude, I wanted to give both of you guys the floor if you guys had any final concluding words to say, inshallah. Yeah, I, I just want to say thank you so much for having us on. It's an honor, especially after knowing that we're taking up space after Imam Suhaib Web. Mashallah, that's such <laughs> such an honor. Um, and, and I hope that anyone who's listening knows that if you ever need anything from MSA West, even if you don't live on the West Coast, please always feel free to reach out to us on Instagram, our emails on our website. Please, we are at your service. We are here in, in any way, shape or form. And even if we can't provide the resources ourselves, we can point you in the direction of someone who can. Um, these are difficult times. And inshallah, like something we have been optimistic about from the start is that we are doing this together as an ummah. No one should feel that they are alone no one should feel like one, their Islam isn't enough or two, that they don't feel welcomed. Please never ever feel that way. We are here for you. And again, we are at your service. Alhamdulillah. Alhamdulillah. Um, first of all, like Elsie said, follow us on Instagram. Um, MSA underscore West. Um, <laughs> That's not what I said. <laughs> <laughs> no, no, no. You, no, you just said that. No, uh, follow us on that twitter everything um but for the next person who's after us on on this podcast uh you're welcome we dropped the bar um big time because we had no idea that we had Sohaib web before us um but yeah so yeah i, I think i'll see covered it all Alhamdulillah, alhamdulillah. Well, honestly, guys, it was truly a blast being able to not only listen to your guys' story and hear what you, where you guys are coming from, but at the same time, truly benefit. And I and I hope and pray, inshallah, for all the listeners out there, you guys also benefit from this. And as always, feel free to ask any follow-up questions. And of course, if you'd like this podcast, please go ahead and share it with your friends, inshallah, and family too. Why not? May Allah reward all of you guys for coming. And of course, may Allah reward all of you listeners for listening. And we'll see you guys on the next episode of the MSA National Podcast. Assalamu alaikum wa rahmatullahi wa barakatuhu.